0: Welcome to the Natural Born Learner podcast. I'm your host, Mal. Before we get started with this episode, make sure you have your drink of choice. Mine is a Alamos Malbec Red today, and a notepad and a pencil to jot down your thoughts and questions you may have while listening to the podcast. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that the topics that I discuss are from a special education teacher's perspective, because that's what I do. I'm a special education teacher. So this is through the, through the lenses of my glasses. And it's based upon my experiences thus far as a teacher in my five years of teaching. So like I said, in my last podcast, I'll say it again today, my experiences uh, may be the same as yours, or they may be different, but it's just, what has happened to me in these five years and what I have seen in these five years. So that's my little disclaimer before we get started. Episode two, I would like to call this one professional development, SPED versus Gen Ed. And for all you uh, listeners who might not know some of this educational jargon, SPED is special education and Gen Ed is general education. So those are the two types of professional development I'm gonna talk about today. And instead of saying professional development over and over and over again, I'll refer to it as PD. Okay, so you might hear some SPED, Gen Ed, and PD. So that's another little tidbit for you guys, for you listeners. All right, so this year's PD sessions are starting to look a little bit different due to COVID and district guidelines. There have been a lot more PD sessions based on digital learning and different tech tools that different uh, different districts are beginning to implement, such as Google Classroom, Zoom, Google Meets, all of that seesaw. So there's a lot more PD sessions on the tech aspect of things coming this year with distance learning. What I wanna talk about today is the PD sessions offered in previous years, um, the ones that we are most typically used to. This is this upcoming school year is kind of an outlier year. So I'm going to refer back to the sessions um, in the previous years that I've been teaching. I went back and I looked at the PD sessions offered in the 2019 2020 school year. I just did a very quick count of the elementary PD sessions and SPED PD offered in just one of the days that we were required to have professional professional development last year. So in my district, uh, there are at least two, I don't think there's more, I think there's just two days where we're in PD sessions all day offered by the district. So when I was doing this count, I was just looking at the one day and I was looking at the morning sessions and afternoon sessions. So I did a quick count and for the elementary PD sessions, there was 33 offered in one day. A lot of them were planning sessions you can have with your team to collaborate and you know plan for the upcoming year. Uh, there was also collaboration PDs, uh, curriculum, differentiation, all those sorts of things. There was a lot of different options for elementary teachers. I did the SPED count and there were 38 PD sessions offered, which was a little surprising to me because there was 38 sped and 33 elementary, which I would think it would be the other way around just because there's, you know, more gen ed teachers and just more students in that area. So that was a surprise to me. But however, there were 38 sped PDs, but there were 10 repeat sessions in one day. On the first day, there was already 10 repeat sessions. And when I did a quick scan of what was offered for the SPED teachers, almost all of the PD sessions were curriculum trainings. So curriculum, personnel, teaching us how to teach the curriculum. And just a disclaimer, in my five years of teaching in this district, we've only added one new reading program. So each year we have curriculum trainings, but the curriculum hasn't changed, except for one, they added one reading program and I think I've taken three PDs on that one already. So that's my little tidbit there. So if you take away the 10 repeat sessions on day one, you're looking at a 33 elementary and a 28 sped and that number seems a little bit more ideal, not ideal, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just more accurate because I then did a quick scan of day two and almost all of the special ed professional development sessions were repeats, again, curriculum PD sessions. At this point, it's kind of insulting our intelligence. The special education teachers like, come on, we can't not we, the teachers, whoever is developing these professional development sessions, you really can't come up with anything else for us to better our craft. You have all these options for elementary, middle, high school. What about SPED? Not even just SPED. What about those other, you know, demographics that are overlooked? ESOL, speech. OTPT, just to name a few like we want to get better too for our students and we're kind of getting the short end of the stick. So that's just one thing I wanted to point out and it's to me it's shocking because if I were a parent and I had a student with special needs I would be a little irritated myself as well because I'm sending my child to school and granted I know I do stuff outside of the PD sessions. I am a continuing student. I'm getting my PhD. I'm, you know, teachers are forever learners. So, we are doing things we can outside, but as a parent, I'd be like, why are these teachers being being left out, you know, essentially they're being left out. Kind of like their students have in the past. Special ed students tend to get left out of things. So, that's why we need advocates. We need advocates for the students. That's why I do what I do, but I'm advocating for the teachers in this in this sense. Why are we getting the short end of the stick? Another thing is, this is telling me that there are not nearly as many offerings for SPED teachers, and because there's not as many PD sessions offered for special ed teachers, that is forcing us to partake in other PD sessions, not in our concentration, which is fine, Just a point I wanted to make. So rather than take the same sessions over and over and over again, I do look at the elementary sessions and see which ones could be applicable to what I'm doing the upcoming year. The thing with that is, why is there so many more PD opportunities for gen ed teachers than SPED? And that's the one question that I'm focusing on in in this particular moment. Why are there so many more PD opportunities for general teachers and not special ed teachers, I just would like to dig into the brains of the people at district office and you know the ones who develop these sessions. Like, is there someone in those meetings or conversations advocating for the teachers? And then that can lead to advocating for the students. So that's what I'm I'm focusing on now. I did a little bit of research and I also stumbled upon an article that stuck out to me and the article asked the question, why does professional development matter? Why do we do it every year? And here are the reasons that this article stated. Professional development matters because it sets you up for success, it expands your knowledge base, it's a confidence booster, you meet other teachers, it helps set you up Excuse me. It helps set you up to achieve your goals and set your goals, and you become a better teacher. When I was listing those points, did you notice a pattern? Not one of those reasonings for professional development mentioned why it's important or matters for students. It all focused on the teacher. Shouldn't the main reason we are partaking in PD sessions is to learn how to better meet the needs of our students by implementing different strategies, differentiating instruction, and so on? The focus should be the students, and we benefit from it just being as teachers, but the focus should be the learners. I'm gonna leave you with that question to ponder and reflect. There is so much hustle and bustle in the beginning of the year. Take it from me. My beginning of the year school anxiety just hit me like a ton of bricks the other day. And there's the to-do list is pages and pages and pages long. But as teachers, we need to slow down and remember our purpose. And our purpose is to meet the needs of the students, to go out into the community and be successful and that article was teacher 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 that's not the purpose the purpose is to better ourselves for the students so this was my little caveat about gen ed pds and sped pds it's just frustrating to me bottom line it's just a little frustrating and like i said at this point it's kind of insulting our intelligence like hello i've been teaching the programs for five years Let's keep it moving. I know how to write an IEP. I can follow a PowerPoint. What else can you serve me? So, before I keep going, I'm going to mention that um, with the beginning of the year, the hustle and bustle, the to do list I just mentioned, I do have an Amazon wish list and I will share the link on Facebook as well as Instagram. But here's my little plug for that. Um, there's a plethora of things that teachers pay for out of pocket, and this is just one way if you want to help out, you can. Um, I have notebooks on there, folders, Ziploc baggies. There's some things that are on there that I typically don't put, but because we are distance learning in the beginning of the year, I put it on there. If you can help out, fabulous. If not, that's okay too. Um, just another thing about special education teachers is in the beginning of the year, students come in with all their materials and a lot of times we don't see those materials because they stay in their gen ed classrooms. I'm not bashing gen ed, I'm just, that typically is what happened. So we, we just go buy our own stuff. So this is just one way that you can help out. Um, again, I will link it on Facebook and I'll try to link it on Instagram. Also follow my Instagram account, it's natural underscore born underscore learner. If you could also share this post, like it and give it a comment, I would love that as well. Spreading the word will help teachers, it will help students, it will help parents. And I appreciate you for listening and I'll see you next time.